your Wednesday. We had to skip a day. I had a personal day yesterday. That was uh, the tail end of Be My Be My Baby or Be My Little Baby. I think it's just Be My Baby. Uh, the Ronettes, Ronnie Spector, of course. Um, that song by the Ronettes starts off... Uh, I wouldn't say the legendary career of Martin Scorsese, but it was... Um, it, it begins one of his, um, I guess, earlier hits. I don't know even if, was, I don't know if Mean Streets was a hit, to be honest with you. Uh, it came after, was it Alice Doesn't Live Here Anymore, or something like that. Uh, it's, not, it's not his first movie, but it's his first kind of foray into uh, the underworld. And um, that's the song that starts it off. It's uh, a Harvey Keitel obviously a young Harvey Keitel, a very young Harvey Keitel, going to church, and he's like feeling the flame, and next thing you know, he's like laying down, he's talking to himself, it's a little bit of um, a voiceover, and he hits the pillow, um, and as he goes down, the the cut is to him, uh, is to, hit, like, to the drum part in that, dun, 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 and he goes down, and then there's um, some like clips of... That song is like a little bit of a summer song to me. I, mean, I had no idea it came out in the '60s. I have no idea if it was or not. But because it, it goes over, it shows clips of like uh, Harvey Keitel's character Charlie growing up, um, his family life and stuff like that, and then it segues right into the, the San Gennaro Fest, and like it, kind of that song fades out, and then the music from San Gennaro kind of gets pumped in. And all of a sudden, you're at the feast there. And feast, of course, is end of summer. September, St. Gennaro's end of summer thing. But um, as like I just went this past weekend, I was at a feast here. So the feasts go all summer, really, in, you know, Italian-American areas um, in this part of the country. So, you know, we had a feast this weekend. And I can't help but think of, like, that, that scene from Mean Streets. You know, the... Or... Or the scene from Sopranos, who who did a feast episode. Um, because it is, uh, I don't know, it's a tradition of the Italian-American community to do. I don't know, I assume a lot of people do this, but not just Italian-Americans, but they have their own version of it. Uh, you know, a uh, sausage and pepper stand, and the fried dough stand, and wine and peaches. That's my favorite part of any of them, is the wine and peaches. Although the peaches are never quite ripe. They always get the hard peaches. <laughs> um, but even still, they soak them in wine for long enough, they're, they're okay. Um, anyway, that was it, the Ronettes. I needed a little song to pump me up this morning. That's not quite a pump-up song, but it's one that puts me in a good mood. So uh, that was a good start to the day. The skimming the radio, I found um, like an acoustic version of Crazy in Love, the Beyonce and Jay-Z song. Um, that was odd. I, I had to stop on that for a second because uh, I'd never heard anything like it before. I never heard heard that kind of music before. I never heard that song done that way. So I had to stop and listen. I forget the name of the uh, the singer, but it was yeah, just very weird. Like the coffee shop version, like the Starbucks kind of single. Maybe like you're sitting in a Starbucks or something, or. I don't know. What? I wish there's a cooler 
example than Starbucks. It's just a regular cafe, can I just say, just sitting in a cafe, having a cup of coffee and a croissant. It's cool that Americans wanted to do that, but it sucks that it became Starbucks, right? I, mean, I guess we have regular cafes and coffee shops. But Americans being Americans, they gravitate towards the name brand. You know, rather go to a hardware store, mom, mom, pop, hardware store, they go to Home Depot. We, we, I'm involved in this. Instead of going for a burger at a, you know, at a local grill and fry place, go to McDonald's. Instead of going to like a regular coffee shop, they go to Starbucks and it's all, it's mass produced crap. All right, well, at least we tried, right? <clears throat> Instead of going to a, that's why Buffalo Wild Wings, that's why, that's why I'm never really, I'm, I've kind of always disappointed with Buffalo Wild Wings because it's never, it's just, it's just put there for the masses. It's just done in bulk to get as many uh, boneless chicken wings out to the masses. It's not about making good wings. No, I'd rather go to like a place that know it's known for like it's happy hour wings or something. That's why Buffalo Wild Wings. It's like you know that's not a bar. That's a amusement park. You know it's Disneyland for adults. I don't want anything to do with it. Well, it's not even Disneyland. It's McDonald's for adults because they throw beer. They throw beer and football into the mix, and then it becomes just an adult playground. It's like going. We haven't changed at all. You know, when you when you were a kid, you wanted to go to McDonald's, get get the uh, Happy Meal and toy, and get tossed around the ball pit. And then, uh, as you get older, it's like, oh, I don't want to go out. I don't want to go out to eat. Well, but there's football and there's beer. Okay, I'll go here. I don't know. I'd rather just have. I'd rather just have options that are restaurants, like just restaurants owned by local people and uh, bars. I don't need both of them. Give me a dive bar. I got a sports bar that's, you know, not this crazy mass-produced one. One that's run by people who actually give a fuck. And not just people who graduated from flipping burgers at McDonald's. People who know what they're doing that give a fuck. And not mass-produced bullshit. Alright. I don't know, that rant was unplanned. I haven't been to Buffalo Wild Wings I don't know how long. The Asian Zing, probably still okay. But here I am, shitting on it for no reason on a Wednesday morning. Alright, let's get rolling. You want to laugh? Let's have a laugh. Last night, um, I never celebrate the Toronto Blue Jays winning, but it was at the expense of the Red Sox, so that's funny. And um, Boston Media is blowing up at Tanner Houck closer. They're closer in the lower 49 states, that is. Uh, he's not a, he's not allowed in Canada. I don't know, Canada's not a state. I don't know why it's the lower 49. I just, not allowed in Canada. Not allowed in Alaska if he goes through Canada. Um, he's not allowed north of the border so he, because uh, he's unvaccinated. And he blew a safe and uh, Boston's pissed. Because, um, well, because they blew a save against Toronto. 
Now, there's probably no shot that they're going to miss the playoffs by one game. But if it happens, I hope they key in on this game. I hope they circle this game. I hope this is the game that they blame Tanner Hawk for. I'm, like, notorious as a fan for this because I hate giving up any game. I hate kind of throwing the white flag up there. There's times in Yankees season past where they would just not have it in a game and they would bring in the B squad from the bullpen and be like, we have, we don't believe on our team coming back. Why bother throwing these guys out there? Why throw, why throw the A squad out there? So I'm a firm believer of not giving up a game if, you, if you're still within striking distance. And last night, the Red Sox had a lead and their bullpen could not get out in the ninth inning. So everybody, everybody in Boston has turned on Tanner Howe for um, exercising his personal freedoms to not get vaccinated. Isn't that funny? I don't think I ever got pissed at Kyrie for not, maybe in the beginning I was pissed at Kyrie for not getting vaccinated. But in the end, I just kind of accepted it. I'm like, this is what it is. This is the player that we got. He's an enigma. You just have to deal with it. And then they went out and, you know, maybe... I just assumed they weren't going to win it, win it all anyway. So I assumed that it wasn't a big deal. I don't know what it was. But at some point in the Kyrie non-vaccination status, I just accepted it. Now, if they had to play Toronto in the Eastern Conference Finals or something, maybe a different story. Didn't come to that. But here we are. The Red Sox one game. Well, it's not there for any for any game in Toronto. But this latest game in Toronto, a blown save. Howe's not there. People are up and arms about it. So that's a funny. That was a great. I didn't see it last night, but that's uh, a funny way to start the day. Uh, January six hearings. March on. They had a surprise one yesterday. Uh, they brought in. Uh, that was in the White House. My only question is this. So I can't, I'm not going to start to recap testimony or anything. My only question is this. What the fuck is going to happen? What's the end game here? Who gets punished? Who gets arrested? It's banned from... Who gets banned from Buffalo Wild Wings? Like, what's going on here? Like, what's, what is the end game? There's a lot of compelling evidence out there if you so wish to go and delve into it. It's an interesting... It's a wild story. The whole thing is a fucking wild story. How it all came together. The president's role in it. Which, again, it's all innuendo. So it's hard to be like, well, did he actually say go and burn down the Capitol? No, he never said it. <laughs> Explicitly. But anyway, like, that's my whole thing. Like, I don't know how many hours of it at this point. Ten hours of it? This is, yes, there's a fifth one. This is a, a surprise testimony from White House aide. Um, what's the end game? What's next? Like, what is the possibility? Is it just the Department thing? And how will Congress cut their balls out from that's the other thing. Whatever, if there are punishments doled out, 
if Trump gets in trouble himself, if any of the Trumps get in trouble themselves, if um, any Congress members get, get in trouble, I don't know, like the bulwarks of the world, the people who are like tweeting the whereabouts of other members of Congress and shit. Like if they act, they actually get in trouble. Well, will it? Will it? Like, is it just going for the head and hoping the body falls, or is it? God, I just don't know what to expect. I, you know, you know what I do know what to expect. I expect nothing to happen. I expect this to be a, a show and just to be another example of how impotent Washington is to clean up its own messes. So, all right, we'll go with that. That's probably what the answer is. That's, I don't know why I'm, why I'm overthinking it. But there are, like I said, hours and hours of testimony at this point from Republican members of the political spectrum. So it's not, it's not like Democrats just hammering away at Trump. So it's a lot of Republicans that are saying their piece. Tell, tell them their truth, as it were. Speaking of Republicans telling their truth, <laughs> one more, one more um, quick. I don't know. Did Andrew Giuliani win last night? I didn't even see. I saw the polls at some point. I thought it was close. I don't remember. It wasn't. I wasn't like locked in to the to the primaries last night. But anyway, Rudy Giuliani was campaigning in Staten Island a couple of days ago. And somebody came by and slapped him on the back. And uh, the Giuliani response is hysterical. He's like, oh, you know, if an old guy like me fell, could have been dangerous. He hit me really hard, this and that. I'm like, oh, like what? Like, like Rudy Giuliani got slapped in public? And they sh- there's a security clip on him. It was like a pat on the back. Like, I'm sure the guy was talking all kinds of shit. I guess it was in regards to the... Uh, I guess it was in regards to uh, Roe versus Wade being overturned. So the guy slapped on the back, had some choice words for Giuliani. Man, Giuliani, I mean, the last 20 years has been really, uh, been just an unbelievable downfall. The guy was a hero. The guy was America's mayor after 9-11. And look, in the 80s, it was a piece of shit, too. So it was a kind of a rejuvenation. Maybe maybe this is just kind of bucking back to the norm here. He was a piece of shit in the 80s, too. So it's kind of... Uh, he got really lucky with 9-11 <laughs> to make him look good. Uh, but this slap... <laughs> he, the, the way he was talking about it was like he was assaulted by some maniac on the street. He goes, oh, I think he even said, like, New York's become a real toilet or something like that. And uh, the, the way he got slapped in the back was a pat in the back. It was like you see when your buddies say, hey, how are you? Give one of those pats. That's what it was. And Giuliani acted like he got Nancy Kerrigan. Tanya Harding. Jeff Galuli. That's that what it should be. It should be Jeff Galuli because he was the scumbag. I mean, Tanya Harding wasn't great herself. Jeff Galuli doesn't get enough mention when we talk about the Tanya Harding situation. Um, what a terrible name. Galuli. Jeff 
Jeff Gululid. Anyway, Julia, yep, running low on gas. Uh, Giuliani's, um, aren't we all? Giuliani's reaction, hysterical. Okay, what else we got? I got it, all right. So the other day, these headlines, I don't know why I click them, because there's never any information on what happens. But I guess a guy got eaten by an alligator in Myrtle Beach. All right. There's gators, right? I mean, doesn't... Don't you just accept when you live in certain places that there are certain um, animals? Like, there's bears in my area, there's raccoons, ticks, right? We have ticks. There's certain things might happen uh, when you live in certain areas. If you're in Myrtle Beach or you're in the Carolinas or Florida, a, a gator attack is just kind of a possibility. Right there around, right? I mean, this is something that you have to live with and deal with. But, I mean, getting eaten by one, not, you know, not great. Not what you hope for uh, by any stretch of the imagination, obviously. Why would you hope for that? But uh, it's just uh, a way of life. Anyway, this guy gets eaten by an alligator. They recover the body. And they euthanize the alligator. Now, one, how do they know it's this alligator? Is it the only alligator in the swamp? Or whatever. Two, you don't know. Maybe this guy was, like, poking with a stick. Maybe the guy was doing something stupid around the alligator. People are dumb, okay? I was at a zoo, and there was snow on the ground, and the people were throwing snow at a tiger. I would pay money. It was two adults and a kid, and I would pay money to watch that tiger eat that family. Because you shouldn't mock a tiger. Okay, we talked about, like, I, I don't know if I talked about this, but I love all most animals, but I hate geese. Tigers are like majestic animals. Tigers are unbelievably powerful animals. And for this little shithead and his scumbag parents to mock a tiger... It's this gave this by some stroke of magic or karma, just to all of a sudden that fence disappear. They had to let that tiger have their way, like a little respect, not because not because the, the tiger has feelings, but because that tiger can absolutely maul you if given the opportunity. Throwing fucking snow at a tiger, disgraceful. So maybe this guy, there's idiots out there. Maybe this guy thought like, oh, people don't like eaten by gators in the movies or something. And he had no problem poking it or something like that. Mocking it in some way or splashing water at it. Threw a rock at it or something. So maybe the guy got eaten up by, you know, not because he was just some innocent bystander. Maybe the gator was defending his territory against this schmuck. But they just they euthanize the gator. I don't understand that. A gator might eat a person sometimes. You just have to accept that. If a person gets too close to an alligator, he might end up missing a leg. It's not the fucking gator's fault.
I'm Team Gator in this uh, scenario here. I don't. I'm not rooting for the Gator to eat people, but I also kind of understand why Gator might take a, a chop. They use they euthanize the thing. No, no jury, no judge. <laughs> Can you imagine the uh, <laughs> Gator? A gator going on trial for murder? No, it's your honor. He was poking me in the eyeball with a stick. And I am an alligator. My only recourse. I can't ask him to stop. Politely. I'm an alligator. I can't be... Sir, can you please stop poking me in the eye? Please. Look at this fucking chud. Moping across a fucking parking lot, hands in his pockets, fucking loser, ah, sorry, that guy just, I can't, I don't want to describe him too much, because he looks pretty average, probably a lot of people that look like him, hat backwards, where are you going, come on, Bella, um, all right, well, that's going to do it for the show, for today, it's, uh, <laughs> it was a chud, the guy was a chud. Uh, that's going to do it for the show for today. Have a great fucking Wednesday. I'm back here tomorrow. No more personal days this week. Don't take any shit from anybody. I'll talk to you soon.